0: Now you've given the body a permission to speak. And so it will show you, you know, whether through your experience or dreams or insights or knowings, um, but it's all the feminine body, like the feminine energetic body, which is yin, gentle, you know, it's it's that knowing sort of those, those qualities that we have that aren't um, so tangible.
1: get ready to receive your miracle whether you desire a miracle in your finances relationships or purpose you'll find guidance here miracle minded is designed to move you out of your head and into the realm of faith manifestation and miracles these conversations will inspire you to move beyond limitation and into alignment with your highest and infinite self I'm your host, Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author, spiritual coach, and modern miracle worker. But it wasn't always this way. My path was one of violent abuse, addiction, and mental health diagnosis. Terrified of spending my life that way, I turned within and surrendered to miracles. My struggle as a single mama on welfare to building a half a million dollar business, living and thriving in my purpose now I'm here to support you in sparking miracles in your life. Are you ready? Let's get started. All right, miracle workers, I am bringing you a repeat guest, someone that I love, uh, one of my soul sisters in this lifetime, someone that not only is a friend and, you know, someone I can depend on, on a personal level, but her work is very profound. And I don't say that lightly, like her work is, is something that is very unique. I've traveled around the world and worked with healers from all different backgrounds and in different modalities, but the whole, the space that this woman holds and how she holds it is very special. So that's why I brought her back on. And this time we are not only talking about her work, but in a way that is um, very interesting because we're talking about my journey with her work. So we recorded this a few months back and we talk about in the fall of 2019 when I spent one month and did three sessions with her. And they were very intense and they were very tear-filled and triggering and it's trippy, this thing that you're going to hear about but this is the role of a true miracle worker. You know, we're not just looking for the light and looking to stay high vibe all the time. We're willing to work with the the shadows and transmute that into light. And that takes great courage. It takes great faith. And it also takes great support. We all need support in this lifetime. So, I'm grateful to have a group of beautiful friends that can do things and I get to surrender into their work and of course it's two-way and we get to support each other and that's what this is about. So before we get into this session with my friend Annabelle, I want to just bring something up around thriving. You know, part of the reason why I did this work with Annabelle Back when I did was because I knew there was a next level. I knew there was something that I wanted to do. I knew I needed to do some work on my physical body. And that is being willing to thrive. It's being willing to know that there's something that needs to be worked on or loved on or just examined. And being willing to do that examining. So Chanel and I were just in Santa Barbara for the past two days. And we went up for a trip and it's the second trip of this month that we went on because after quarantine, you know, I just need it, <laughs> especially as a single mom and just always 24 seven, it's Chanel and me, Chanel and me. And I don't really have anyone I can call and just say like, Hey, could you help with this? Or, Hey, could Chanel come over for a day? Like, so I can do this. So sometimes it's like not having that space. I don't always need it if I'm willing to go and have space emotionally and energetically by having other people take care of things, like where we don't have to worry about dinner or breakfast or taking out the dog. Like we literally can just go to a gorgeous resort and just let go. And that's what we did. So we went and just totally let go. And something that was special about this trip is I had a few moments of just pausing and taking in the reality of the life that I have said yes to and a we were staying at a beautiful hotel at the Ritz Carlton in Santa Barbara and it felt really special to me to go onto you know Expedia and just look at different hotels and be able to choose the one I wanted to stay at and just be like yeah I want to stay there and wow okay I don't normally spend this much on a hotel but isn't it nice that I can and did that and then when we get to the hotel, it was nice. But let me tell you, I was like telling Chanel, I moved our room when we first got there. Because when we got into our room, the view, I was just like, oh, uh, no, I'm coming here for vacation. And I'm pretty spoiled because where we live is like a five star resort. So I had these moments of like, wow, wow like you are creating this life and you know beautiful environments are truly one of my love languages so of course they were so kind and you know moved our room and all was well but there were these little moments of just like taking it in like I got to drive there in my new car that I bought like two months ago and that it was such a dream like being able to live where i live, being able to invest in the mentor and the community that i have now, being able to take Chanel to all these places, um being able to just go to any restaurant i want and not have to worry about what Chanel gets or what i get, just do the things, you know? Um all of this stuff is to say that we really can choose to thrive. We can choose to thrive. And not only can we choose it, you and i we all deserve it. And I want to invite you to explore what thriving means to you. Maybe for you it's not staying at the luxurious places and being served and and living, you know, at a place like I live. Maybe for you it's buying a tiny house or an RV and going off into the country and, you know, being able to give back to a charity that you love in a really big way. I'm not here to tell you what your thriving looks like, but what I am here to do is to be a loving guide and an activator so that you can recognize that you are magnificent, that you are made for miracles, and that this is your time. And I want you to know that when you are leaning into the most evolutionary changes, whether it's a new business idea or getting the courage to admit that you're here to do more, getting the courage to admit that I want to have fill in the blank. Sometimes it takes courage to be fabulous. It takes courage to live in the miracle realm. And I'm here to be your guide into that. So I have two things that are coming up that I want to really just invite you with open arms because I know how beautiful these things are going to be. First, I have my masterclass that's coming up on this Wednesday, July 1st. If you hear this before then, please do come into this session. It's a 60-minute masterclass called Thrive, Unleashing Your Magnificence. So we're gonna talk about this, owning your potent power, accessing your own miraculous nature, and stepping into your soul's purpose right now. And that that involves you thriving, right? It's spiritually right for you to thrive so there's that that's coming up and the other thing I have coming up that's really special like that thing is free that master class but I have highest good my spiritual summer camp and I call it a summer camp because it's like women gathering and we're going to have a component of celebration because we're going to be manifesting in there and when we're manifesting we always want to be in gratitude and celebration but beyond that we're going on a deep dive into softening, into opening your heart, into getting clear on your desires, into speaking your truth and into your true abundant nature. So if you've been wanting to work with me and you're looking for something that is a lower investment, it's a lower investment. It's not $2,000, it's not $3,500, it's not $9,000, these are some of my other program prices, it's just nine ninety seven, dollars and there's a payment plan that you can pay less than $200 a month to be in it. So if you want to go on this journey with us, it's going to be powerful. It's going to be all recorded so you can go back to it again and again and again. And you are going to be different on the other side of it. So as you surrender into listening to this beautiful podcast I did with my friend Annabelle, I want you to just think about this. Are you willing to lean into the courage that it takes for you to choose your highest good and to choose your highest potential and to become the woman that you can truly become. Because we have our own free will. And at any given moment, we have to choose. Life will give us all of the whispers and sometimes a slap in the face, like, you know, things will fall apart and, or we will get sick or, you know, we'll get fired from the job and feel helpless. Like things, it's, there's whispers and then there's slaps. (laughs) But I want you to know that you don't have to wait for the slap or perhaps you're being slapped around now, just surrender. Life becomes beautiful and easier in many ways when you allow and support and when you surround yourself with the right people and the people that are doing the work and also where you are being guided and there's a container, we get to relax in that transformation. So it's very profound. Now, I want you to enter into this session with... Annabelle and I, and take it on with a fresh set of ears. Like If you've heard the first session that we did together, it was one of the first podcasts that I've ever did. It was back when my show was called the O Shift Show. Um, So a lot has changed since then. So listen to it again. Um, But let me just remind you that Annabelle is a womb wisdom mentor. She is a teacher of the feminine. She helps women reconnect with their feminine essence and really a beautiful guide into embodiment. So if you or someone you know have been through any sort of trauma or abuse and you've disconnected from your body, or maybe you were doing things with your body like addiction of any kind or um, you know, eating disorders and things like this, anytime we have any of those experiences, it disconnects us from our body or we have been disconnected from our body. So the journey to coming back into our body is one of awakening to our own wisdom and to our power. And Annabelle is a truly gifted guide in that. So definitely go and check her out on Instagram. If you're not already following her, follow her. The links are below. And in the meantime, enjoy this session and please do share it, tag us. We can't wait to hear your feedback, and your aha moments, because I know that this conversation has the potential to spark miracles in your life. Enjoy the show. All right, so many people have been asking me about the work that I've done with you, Annabelle, and I don't know how to explain it. I just say it's kind of like an ayahuasca trip, but... (laughs) not as harsh after <laughs> and you know i can wake up from it and feel more grounded and but i don't understand how it works or so i don't think a lot of people even know that this is an option so i want to talk about these shamanic womb
0: journeys is that what they're called mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah shamanic belly work or womb journey yeah
1: so i have shared this on my instagram on my podcast i've shared it on my facebook lives about my own journey of navigating my trauma and thinking that it was kind of something that I healed and it was done back in 2017. I think that I hit like multiple six figures and I started writing my book and I was like, okay, I'm good. Like, I've I'm set. reached it. <laughs> I've yeah, made like, it. I'm, I'm going to be a multimillionaire, totally healed. Like, <laughs> this is how you heal. Like, you just mm-hmm. do this work. And then it came up in new ways. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I started reconnecting to my body more and like becoming more aware of the feelings and sensations. And rather than labeling that anxiety or depression or something else, I started noticing like it was signals. Um, And then I remember standing on the beach one day and I was having these tremendous like belly pains that were very consistent. And it was right around the time when I moved back to LA after there was a fire and after like there was a betrayal that happened in my life. And I reached out to... You and I asked you, like, well, what do you think I should do for this? You're like, come see me. And I was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit scared because Annabelle had done one of these sessions with me to help me remember things for my book. And if you've read the book, then you understand some of those things are frightening. And I don't think I was really ready to go in and explore some of those things. Mm-hmm. And now, after I went back to Annabelle and I committed to like doing a month, I think we did three sessions, mm-hmm. but some of those things came up again, but I was able to be with them and to really work through them. So anyway, let's just
0: talk about, tell us a little bit about what this work is in your words. Okay. Well, thank you. And you, you described it very well, kind of what it brings up, you know, and <laughs> yeah, um, for, for me, you know, I feel like, like this, um, this is a big part of embodiment, you know, it's a, it's a returning to the body, right. To Dropping below what we think and all of those things, and and allowing the body to express what's truly there—that on a cognitive level we don't get. You know, it's uh, we are ninety-five percent unconscious and five percent conscious throughout our day. So most of our behaviors, beliefs, all of that stuff is really—we can be conscious and say this is what I want for myself, but your behaviors are going to kind of default into that ninety-five percent. So with, this, with these womb journeys, what I have found is as I've been working with, you know, the bellies and, and it's been a journey to kind of um, get it to where it's at. But um, what, it, what it allows us to do is that it isn't like a healing session. Like I, you know, I put my hands on your womb and it heals you. Like it's not like that. Um, what it is, is that I facilitate, um, I take your body through a journey where it can actually access that 95% unconscious. So some of the things that we struggle with that are really challenging for us, we're able to see the core of it or it, or whatever the body wants to communicate. Because it's also, um, and it is sort of learning how to um, reignite the relationship with the body, right? Where if you haven't paid attention to these symptoms, these pains and all of that, the body can also feel um, unsafe. And that's one of the things that, you know, for most, especially if you have experienced physical trauma, sexual trauma, you know, any of these things, been in relationships where you have PTSD from, um, you know, narcissistic behavior, stuff like that, the body is in constant um, uh, survival mode, you know? And so anytime, any little thing can trigger it. And you know this about trauma that it could be like, lights, sounds, anything. And what happens is that you know that you're not in danger through that 5%, but that 95% has other information. And so it will trigger that response to protect itself. So when you come into the sessions, it's really important that we make your body feel safe, um, because that's the only way that the body opens. And, Mm. um, you know, and so for example, when you came in, right, it's like we we worked a, a little bit to kind of relax and move into the belly, and, that, and then as I take you into the journey, you start to see what are the things that are ready for me to look at, you know, and yeah. it's kind of like going into these, um, you know, you mentioned kind of like an ayahuasca journey, you know, but it is, it's dropping into like, what is the consciousness of the body using the belly as a portal, using your womb as a portal, and then Bringing back that information in order for you to um, to do in the external whatever change whatever behaviors get the support that you need so that that aspect of your body can kind of come into re- resolution because the body is always trying to heal itself that is like our our nature you know it is always looking to be in harmony but if it's learned these different patterns through repetition you know or trauma. Um, there's also aspects that shut down because it's not safe. So, in this space, we kind of open it for whatever, and it yeah. can get wild, <laughs> you know, but that's the, why it's so important to have um, the facilitator be, you know, very grounded and knowing what they're doing because um, there like, for me, what I kind of play into is like, I play the, like, kind of like the broker of it, right. Where it's like, you are here and I can handle whatever comes up and guide you in and out of these spaces. Um, you know, sort of like a guardian. It's, it's it is a ceremony. It really is yeah, a it's cer- ceremonial. It's very ceremonial.
1: And also like just backtracking a little bit. So people understand, and I'm, I always share all of these things with all of you and me as an open book, because I really feel like in this case, there's nothing to hide. I wrote a book about all these things. And I think it's important that I share the journey with you. Even this weekend, I was like binging on this like money program because I'm like ready to start making the $200,000, $300,000 months. Right. But what I realized was missing from it was what about for people like me that have this trauma this trauma response in your body that with your mind you're fighting it to keep going to this place but your body is like in the shutdown
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think that there's this like little distinction but only people know it that have it right mm-hmm. so for me when I went to the first time I I had these feelings but I didn't know what they were from right. I just felt like I was hitting a wall and I felt like there was something that needed to be released and expand but I remember the first time I got on the table you were like Doing what you do around the belly, like uh, you know, it's just like a massage kind of around the the rim of your belly, like mm-hmm. or under your ribs, and you're like your liver is so hard, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like you're like something happened there, and I'm thinking like I don't know maybe I was kicked there, punched there, but like I don't know. But then after you went in and we're doing what you do, and it's very relaxing, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you're lying down, there's candles and things like that. So there's music. It's very like sweet and it feels very safe. But even though I was in that space and obviously I know Annabelle and I felt safe, my body had been building up whatever it's been building up and it was just very hard. So talk about that, like what happens with our body and why someone's body, belly may feel like that.
0: Yeah, so, that, so that's, a, that's a also me being in this space with someone there's a relationship that has to happen between my hands and this belly because again um healing cannot happen when you feel unsafe and so that's kind of like the most important thing that we establish first and sometimes that doesn't even happen in the first session you know but i also have to be very mindful and in tune attuned to your body because i don't want to push and sometimes when you know if you're if i'm out of uh, attunement with that, I will want to get a result. And what ends up happening is that the body will close up even more because it it's, it's like invasive, you know, it can feel mm-hmm. invasive. So, and, uh, you know, for example, what you were experiencing is that there is this, uh, like I said, you know, in referring back to the 95% and the 5% conscious, you know, in your 5%, you're like, I'm ready to make this move. I'm ready to like up level. This is what I want, Right. However, there, there may be things in that 95% that are not in alignment with what your new goals are because of um, past memories. And see, the body is always trying to protect you. So if there was instances where maybe, let's say that making a lot of money cost you harm, there's a memory there that will say, oh, but if we go into that, This is what's going to happen, so let me just sabotage. So, there's a lot of self sabotage that can happen from not knowing these things, and the body. Um, and this is why also, like, we have to allow a little bit of integration time, right? Whenever we make a big leap or 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 meet a a big goal, you know, there's also an aspect of it that, like, you you rise up to it, but then you have to kind of nurture and slow down so that the body can feel safe, it doesn't feel um, rushed into something that it's not ready for. So it's really like this right. um, this journey of intimacy with the body, you know, like mm. be, learning how to be intimate with what you're feeling so that you can get the information from it. Um, and like you said, we're not very literate when it comes to knowing what the body is saying, because we typically don't listen to it. We push through it, you know, or just culture isn't, we're, we're not taught these things. So it, it does take, um, you know, and, and most people that come and see me, they will, it, it will be something like what you were experiencing where it's like a block. Like there is something like, I don't know, I'm doing everything that I can and yet I'm still hitting this wall or I'm still, you know, uh, contracting and shrinking. And so then it's going deeper into like, let's get to the root of it and, and, right. and begin to bring that support you know, in your case, I don't know how deep you want to go into your session. Well, I'm gonna, but, yeah, <laughs> I was, sure. was going to
1: say that my session took us to that kind of place.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah. it was amazing because not um, all the bodies are ready, but yours was, you know, it's like, as soon as I put my hands on and we started doing the processes, like I could feel, okay, there's this here, you know, and, and then it's also information me asking you like what, what's going on here, just so that it starts to relax you and the body yeah. feels safe and heard and held. And then we can drop into that space, but you dropped into it quite quickly. And, yeah. um, and seeing that, but yeah, if you want to. Oh, sure. I mean, I can remember like what does,
1: what everything looked like that day in that journey? Cause you guided me and it's like, Annabelle doesn't tell you where you're going. There's like little guides, like you're in a field and then you're at a house and the house is, wherever your house is in your consciousness or your, you know, memory. Um, and for me, I went back to my dad's mother's house, my grandmother's house, and I didn't understand why I was there, what was there. And then we went down this, guided me down like a stairwell. And at the stairwell, there was like this little cage. And it was a version of me that reminded me of my dog Pablo, which was like scruffy and kind of like scared. <laughs> like which if you guys know Pablo, a lot of people will just think Pablo's really cute. And they're like, Pablo's so cute. The reality of Pablo is he's anxious and scared all the time so I saw this version of me and I was like I was cracking up I think I'd already cried by then but I had like a hysterical like release laugh because I was like I cannot believe that this dog this thing is reminds me of Pablo <laughs> but it's me and then you were like we'll take it out of the cage and I was like I don't want to like there was a part of me that did not want to come out of the cage So I love that you share this with the whole 95% to the 5% because my 5% has been at, this is where we're going. But for me, because of the traumas that I've had, it even makes sense intellectually that the level of visibility and the things that I'm asking for, I know that I have also an internal conflict around safety because of all the things that have happened to me in the past. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, you know, that was very interesting um, how that came up. But again, Annabelle didn't, influence any of that. That was what I saw when I went down to the bottom of the stairs.
0: Yeah. And you know, and a lot of people will not even say anything throughout the whole journey. It's like until afterwards, because everything is, is guided so that this is you getting to know your own wisdom, like your own, because yeah. all the answers, you know, we've heard this for so long, like all the answers are inside of you. Right. But it's like, how do we access those answers? And most people will go to um, you know, medicine, plant medicines. They'll use these other avenues. But for me, what I have learned in my journey is that I can access those states without having to take anything external. And it actually helps me integrate it much easier into my daily life. Uh, which yeah. is why you know I don't uh, I don't use any other plant medicines anymore because I you know up until now obviously that can change but for me now it's like I am able to drop into that and maybe it's not as extreme and you know and all of those things but they're also very uh, embodied I can trust that sense and I can learn how do I connect to my body and and give it patience because. We're all looking for you know that shortcut, shortcut or that hack, but ultimately the body needs that patience. You know we right. need that um, that space, and and so it is important that you're able to see what you're ready to see and what and you know what the body is ready for, because sometimes sometimes your psyche is not ready to access certain things, and that's a safety mechanism within yourself that needs to be honored as well. Right. So this is why our healing journey is such a like. Layered process, right? Because can you imagine if you're like, I'm ready to heal, and then all all of your shit came forward, you'd be overwhelmed, and you know it would oh just not work. <laughs> yeah. It would not be healthy. Yeah, so this is, and this is the amazing thing of the body, and it's also why, um, you know, so many as we grow up, and this is a thing that trauma doesn't necessarily mean like something happened to you. Trauma is like it can also the body can be interpreted in it as like the house you grew up in, the way your parents talk to you, bullying, you know, right. any of these incidents that that happen during your formative years are important and and really inform who you are as an adult today. So sometimes we'll say, well, I don't need. That because I didn't have I didn't have any sexual trauma. I didn't have any of that, you know, and yet there's still the same behaviors that are happening. Well, that's because your your unconscious and your body, they don't know how to compare your journey to someone else's. It, It doesn't understand, like, oh, well, she had it like way worse. Why am I, you know, feeling this? I shouldn't be feeling this. So it's important that to know that we all have our own individual experience and it is valid. And it is just as important as the next person, no matter, you know, in in a scale what you think is worse or better.
1: Yeah. I always say that too, like trauma is relative. Some people don't feel good or safe because their parents were divorced. My parents are fighting all the time, but I have this other stuff. And I think like, Mm -hmm. it's just honoring what you need. I also think that this work that we're talking about with Annabelle is like really high performance stuff. Mm Because really what I'm looking for is to always reach a next level of performance. I know that I make like in the 1% in terms of my income. Like I know that I'm in a in a very abundant place. However, I want to be at another level and also another level of feeling safe to be visible and expressed and safe in my body. So this work allows us to do that rather than this is how I feel, so I'm just going to drink wine over it or this is how I feel, so I'm just going to like numb through whatever way. It really allows you to explore it. And it also softened me a lot just doing that work for that month. Because as Annabelle just said, which I think is a really beautiful point about ayahuasca and things like that, I've done the LSD, I've done the mushrooms, I've done the ayahuasca. And all of those things feel so harsh. And while you do see some stuff that maybe you need to see, like I can remember like two primary messages that came out of like the most intense ayahuasca thing, there was a lot of it that I wanted to it to be done. And I felt depressed for like two weeks after because my biochemistry was just like wrecked. I don't know what was happening. So it's important to know, like, just because it's like a trending right now that you have to do certain things to be woke, like you don't, and that you get to decide like where you're at and what feels true for you and explore. And I think this work is, you know, one of those things where you can try it out, but I'd also invite you to try multiple sessions. So let's talk about this. The second session I went to Annabelle and by then like my body was like having a response <laughs> driving down to her <laughs> like um, space. I was driving down and I could feel my body being like, I don't know because the what I saw that one time was so powerful and profound, yet there's a part of us that's afraid to see the things. like right? Like I think all of us have that. Yeah. Um, so it's like an internal safety thing our ego maybe doesn't want it. But I'm driving down and I'm like, okay, I committed to this. I know it's for the good. I'll go. And I think that week I was just anxious. I don't know what was happening. But I go for the session and whatever happened, like my spleen, that area of my body was just like lit up. Like it was like, felt like it was vibrating. It felt painful. My hands felt the same. And I just started crying and crying and crying. Annabelle just like kind of leaned over and held me. And like, I don't know what that was about, but it was needed. <laughs> so I was like, you know, it was like another thing of like, and it's interesting because you start seeing through lines through all of this, that when I go to intense breath work sessions, that area of my body also lights up. Now for anybody listening, there's nothing wrong with that area. I've actually had it like scanned. I've had an MRI done and there's nothing there. (laughs) There's nothing there. It's like energetic or something, right? Mm -hmm. But there's something about that part of my body that was lit up and I just cried and cried and cried, had a release. But now at my second session leaving. There was this level of like gentleness that I felt and it was like patient. It was asking me to slow down. And it was something that because I was that little person in the cage on a lot of like aspects of me were that little person in the cage, I was too scared to calm down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ever. So like by session 2, I was already like, you know what? I just need to be gentle. I just need to be slow. And I was really honoring that more. So do you want to speak on any of that? I just <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, and that's why I say like the nature of each session is kind of wild, like it it does become alive in its own way. Um, And so it's, they're not all exactly the same. They're, you know, they vary depending on what you need, because obviously the intention that we come into is like, what is it that you need to be supported now? What is it that, you know, that the body's asking for And in this case, you know, what, what unfolded, you know, it was, it needed to be held in a safe space in it. I mean, how many spaces do we really have where we could just lose our shit and like have somebody witness us, you know, hold us in a loving container, you know, so, and that's, and that happens a lot because a lot of the times when we experience that unsafety internally, there's an aspect of us that's really longing to feel that safety in the external. And we're constantly seeking that in relationships and, you know, better places and, you know, just money. all this money in, in very different ways. So that's the, and for you, like that is the journey, right? Like to kind of bring yourself to that space where it's like, you can feel safe to be you. You could feel safe to have the exposure to know that you, you know, that your body is safe, it's safe to be in your body. So, and, and what you were mentioning about like us being afraid to go there, you know, and that happens a lot, you know, like somebody will go for a session and they'll never come back. I won't hear back from them, you know, and, because what it does is like you experience something that's like you, one you can't deny it, two you can't explain it. You know your yeah. mind doesn't understand it, but also it, you know there's this this thing that happens in our brain when something goes against everything we stand for, which is it's called cognitive dissonance. You know, and so what the brain does is that it kind of goes like this, like, <laughs> like you yeah. know, this, it's like what the hell was that? You know, and then. And then the stories start to come in like, well, that felt this, la whatever it is. But so it's important to have multiple sessions because each session kind of builds on the previous one. And what I see is that people who have actually, you know, who commit to doing, um, let's say a month, two months, three months of constant sessions, they're able to go deeper and access deeper information. You know, and they're able to come back and say, "Okay, this week, these are this is what I need to do to support that aspect." And so then we can go in deeper because a need has been met, and all of these things is really getting to know like what are core needs that we need as human being operating in this to support it and to feel um, that we belong here. You know, because so many times it's uh, when especially for people like you said, this is for high performance because it's it's not anything to do with mindset you know, um, you can do all the mindset you want, you know, and ultimately that deals with the 5%, like we were saying, but, you know, to be able to really create core lasting and um, also organic change, you know, you have to commit to the longer road. You know, it's not like from here to tomorrow that like it will change, but it's like this organic nature. And that's where the softening comes in because then you're able to view yourself as like, you're not just this machine making things happen. Like you are a human being in this world that's like constantly imprinting you with all this misinformation about who you are, what you should be doing, what success is, all of these different things. So coming back to the self, you start to kind of see like what is truly important to me like, what do I find, what core values do I hold and what are the needs that I have to give myself that I have to meet to be able to allow those core values to bloom in the world and not be influenced by whatever everybody else is doing, yeah. you know, and I that's really feel I, And
1: that's where I am right now. Like, that's what's shifted for me.
0: What were you going to yes. say? I kind of cut yes. you off. Yeah, that, that, that's really where I feel that that's as a, you know, that's where we can access what our true calling is, because mm-hmm. then it's not defined or driven by any external factors, but rather by your own internal relationship to the divine and the way that you hold your body, the way that you care for your body. So it's like right. really about, you know, uh, learning how slowness is a medicine, you know, because that's what allows you to listen in. That's what allows you to feel, you know, so many people are just in a constant move and busy, busy, busy. Well, you know, we may call it they're, um, you know, they're making things happen and all that. But sometimes the fact that they cannot slow down or stop is really a trauma response to if I stop, if I slow down, I'm going to feel things that make me uncomfortable that, you know, I don't want to feel. So it's like a Or go, it's not going to get done. Like that's another thing I find out with my clients now that I've shifted into more
1: slower feminine space over the last years. Like, there's this trauma response to, well, I'm the breadwinner. I I always do it. If I don't get it done, nothing's. No one's going to get it done. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so you can't take your like foot off the gas for a second. Yeah. But what that feels like in your body, I felt that in my body, and it does not
0: feel healthy or good. (laughs) So yeah. I and and talk- especially as a woman, you know, like yeah. in our in our woman bodies, like we're every month we move through different phases, you know. So like our hormonal, our hormones are like having their own experience in the body, but we're wanting to perform and to do the same thing, you know, every month, every day, have this routine without taking that into consideration and that is like a self betrayal that is a betrayal to the body not listening and you know not honoring what it needs as well and yes encouraging it like you know sometimes it is you know sometimes i'm like oh i wish i could just stay in today you know but i know it's coming from resistance rather than from an actual need to rest but right. i wouldn't know the difference if, I, if I'm not tuned into, you know, like how my body feels when I'm resistant, how my body feels when I am, uh, when I really need the rest. Right. So it's like by doing
1: this kind of work and doing all the things where we reconnect with our body, we get to have that level of discernment where you're like, no, I really need it versus like, okay, I'm just like being like, totally like abandoning my plan (laughs) like
0: indulging in it yeah
1: so I want to share this because then the the journeys took another turn because and I think this is important because also how you were talking about the cognitive dissonance I've had clients that have done that where we go in and they start having a spiritual awakening which people think they want but then when it comes you're like actually it changed my mind. <laughs> so actually, and they, go, nah. <laughs> they go run off. Like they go, literally, I have a client that's done that in the last couple of months where she felt so many things and it was coming up, but then it's like, it's feeling too much and it gets frightening. It gets scary. It's new territory. Um, but why I always tell people is just to keep coming. And I've gotten better at doing that. It was just like, just go to the damn thing. Just turn on the, the audio, listen to something like don't abandon the plan that you chose in your highest self. Right. So Going down after the second one, it was such a contrast of things. I'm like, what the hell is going to happen in the next one? <laughs> like, I don't know what was happening. I, my body was feeling so tender and sensitive in that time period, mm-hmm. and I remember I also it's was awake. having a yeah, I was also having a great financial time. Like, I remember that was a big financial time. Um, I had like there was a day where I, I think I made twenty thousand dollars in the one day or twenty four hours or something. Like, it was a great period. But at the same time, I was having these these sessions with Annabelle and taking time to rest after I remember coming home and I would just feel so gentle. I would like order Postmates and like rest in bed. And it felt nice. Um, The next day I would go really slow. And so I was giving myself permission to be in that slow, but I had this, that as Annabelle called it, awake (laughs) sensitivity in my body that I wasn't used to. And when I went down the third one, I was just like, oh my God, like what's going to happen? And that session went into like, totally other thing. Interesting. It came up around the same things around my book, my daughter's father, which I like have a lot of fear still around. Um, and I saw him in like, a, it was like a mask or something. But when I saw him, it was scary. I don't even remember where you were guiding me or what I was looking. It was like a chair and it was really scary, but you were just like, well, can you stay with it? Or I forget what you said, but you basically encouraged me to see if it changes or something. And it did. It ended up being like I shifted from this like victim, scared, afraid energy in my body to a no, empowered. It was like J Lo enough movie. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, I was just like, no, I'm no, I'm not doing that. And like by the end, I felt like a badass. Like it was interesting. Mm-hmm. So all of that happened with my eyes closed. Annabelle massaging my <laughs> belly, giving me some guidance. I don't even know what the hell is happening, but. <laughs> it took me on that journey and it was just interesting to like meet that other aspect of me in that dynamic with him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was cool
0: yeah and that's the that's the, an aspect of mm-hmm. us learning to reparent ourselves right because you you have held this memory of how you relate to this uh, person or this because it can be anything you know you can you you saw your ex but it could be anything and so how how you relate to him it was showing you this is like where your behaviors your fears are coming from but then when we're able to stay with it and it's not, and not you know it, it's not always like I said you did amazing with it yeah but also I've been because, looking at it for a long time right so then, so, so it's like it was safe enough to be in that space and allow it to shift right? Yeah. Like allow that to 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 take that shift. And then what happens is you come out feeling like, yeah, I'm a badass. I could do this. And now it starts to integrate into your reality. So now you wouldn't have the same effect that you would have before, you know? Right. Um, and so it is, it, and it is important to know that, you know, not everybody's ready for that on the first go yeah. because, there you know there is that space like again you have to feel safe you know there's there's that there's that aspect to it um for that so yeah it's and it was completely different that third session was completely different yeah that's what i'm saying it's like they're just wild and it's where you want to go and and that's for me you know i love it so much because every experience is different it's not like a step one step two you know it's just kind of like reading the space reading your body learn, like seeing where it's willing to go and when it's enough um you know and, and and all those different things that play into it but you're um also as you were saying about the slowing down you know integration is a huge piece of it as well so mm-hmm. you know because we are opening the the energetic body you know so then when you leave you know we've talked about this it kind of feels like oh man i'm like coming from another world into this one yeah you know, so it is important to take it slow uh, and just be gentle because the insights keep unfolding the the session itself isn't you know it starts and ends there but it keeps flowing through your week you know into your dreams because it's allowing, like now you've given the body a permission to speak. And so right. it will show you, you know, whether through your experience or dreams or insights or knowings, um, but it's all the feminine body, like the feminine energetic body, which is yin, gentle, you know, it's, it's that knowing sort of those those qualities that we have that aren't um, so tangible.
1: Right. And you said something a little bit ago and I was like, yes, I want to speak on that, but I now I'm like, what was it? You know, thinking of the three sessions and then the integration time in between and just like what it did, and then also just like all the other work that I've been doing, it just like I could feel where this like this slowness, but in a way that was not like detrimental to any of my plans. It was like just calling and when you were saying about this whole thing around going bigger and the safety and cultivating those things. Like for me, it was like, I am now, when I'm looking at all my goals and planning, I'm turning down things that like normally I wouldn't turn down like certain speaking engagements. Like I'm just in a deeper listening of, this is an absolute yes for me. I don't have anywhere to rush to. Everything is happening. And also like, even with where I'm choosing to live or like the things that I'm doing, like everything is like around creating this like sanctuary, this space for me to really feel good and safe. And and yeah, it's feeling safe in my body, but allowing myself even more to be like in this slow space that just feels really, feels feminine, it feels good. But I don't think before without integrating those little lessons and being able to visit myself in those ways, I didn't realize I was doing those things. I didn't realize that like fear was running the show. Oh, this is what I want to say is over the last you know, like four months or so doing that work and doing like the the feminine business stuff that I'm doing, I have seen where I thought things that I thought were intuitive or spiritual or high performance were all things I was doing, but it was really like low key fear. Mm-hmm. But I had no way of knowing that. So like whoever's listening to this, this is not to like shame or call you out because we don't know what we don't know. And I posted something on Facebook the other day, about like the universe will like you ask for the universe's help. That meme, yes for the universe help, and the hand comes out of the water, and then universe like high fives you and smacks you down because <laughs> you need to learn a lesson to evolve. <laughs> you should to
0: go deep there.
1: Yeah, and go someone wrote, they were like, yeah, but looking back, I could have done this two years ago, and I was thinking, no, you couldn't. I could look at this and say, I should have done this last year. I should have done this two years ago. We don't know what we don't know, and mm-hmm. our journey is just like how we're meant to go and to evolve, but. When I'm looking at, I'm obsessed with growth and personal development. I mean, I have like five programs I'm considering right now. (laughs) But what I've learned is like to tune in and to feel like which one feels the most expansive and feels the best in my body right now. Mm -hmm. Because there's growth. I mean, there's infinite ways we could grow to have growth and tune in. But I will say that out of all the things that are available, Annabelle's work is very unique, and she doesn't do it all the time. Like for long period of time, you weren't offering this. Right. Right. Yes. And who knows when you'll decide
0: I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. So yes. It, 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 it's, it's a, it takes a lot, you know, to, I mean, to hold one, they have to be in person, you know, because it's a, yeah. it's obviously hands-on, you know, but um, yeah, we'll see how it evolves. But like right now it's here and it's, I mean, everyone's loving it in the sense of like, Not loving it like, oh, you know, but just like, whoa, what the heck was that? Like that is pretty (laughs) potent. And it is really potent work. And and it's also very, um, you know, the way that I show up for it, it's also very reverential. Like, you know, there's no aspect of me that thinks like, oh, this is what you need. This is what you need. I actually uh, always um, feel that like the people that come and they're willing and open, they're meant to be there you know, and then there's people that are just like, I want to check it out because it's the next cool thing. And they will not get really receive anything because their bodies and their, um, their journey is not ready for that. So there's also an aspect of that, that like, you do have to trust that your journey is your journey is specific to you. And yes, look around and see like what, um, because I think, you know, there, there is what you're saying and it's totally true. Like if we look back and I say, well, I should have done this. I should have done that. That's the regret. You know, we're going Mm -hmm. into this self-shaming aspect of it, but also, you know, there is that if you, if you do feel courageous and you feel like you're ready for the next thing, ask for it and it will show up, you know, what is the, what is the next, you know, what spiritual path or guidance do I need now and opening to that and exploring it. Um, And then being aware that, Things aren't going to feel always good and comfortable in the body because there's that safety mechanism again that is wanting to hold you in a space where it feels safe. So if you're looking for more exposure, if you're looking for more, you know, uh, growth, and you're going to be a public figure or you're trying to birth your great work into the world, there's going to be a lot of resistance. But if you are doing work that brings you into the body that, you know, communicates to the body that it is safe to do this and really create that relationship, the body will become your ally and it will support it. And, you know, it will give you that energy that you need to carry it out. So I see it almost like a process. um, Also, like for you, you know, it's like learning to slow down is the Mm. first thing, right? Like how do I honor? So you start feeling that. And then you start seeing like, wow, I was rushing here and rushing there. But then what happens, and I can tell you from my own experience, is that then, you know, it's like when the body's online and we're ready to go, like you just have these surges of energy that are really what people call the, the flow state, you know, and what people are trying to hack. But this is a natural process for our bodies when we're in tune and aligned with what the body needs, um, you know, and, 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 uh, and then with our calling, you know, when we're really connected to what that is and not so moved or identified by the external factors yeah so yeah I feel I that. Mean, the energy just it, it, it's wild then you're just trying to keep up you <laughs> know you're like yeah. can i get some sleep
1: <laughs> i know i i feel that and i think that's also like going to this whole idea of like high performance i heard it on a podcast where they said high performance is high maintenance and it's like knowing like integrating the different things of healing maybe in one season like Doing Reiki was like the thing that got you. Mm-hmm. And then another season you were like doing something else, or you know, it's just exploring what's there. So if you're listening to this, you know if this is something that calls you. And if I look at that little scruffy version of me that was in the cage, whatever the aspect of myself that was, I don't think it was from the physical trauma. I think that was from growing up in a household where everyone was poor and like, you know, we were on welfare. And it was like there were these things where, you know, we didn't have clean clothes or those little aspects that, you know, so it's like, the other thing that I want to point out is that you mentioned this slightly, but there's a level of, there's two ways. I feel like there's two different ways that people approach personal growth and spiritual growth. There's like the immature way where like, you're like kindergarten where you're like, I want something to fix me. I want this now. I want instant gratification. And I was like that. I mean, we all have to go through kindergarten to get to master's which like, so like we have to go through that but when you're in that space you're looking for things you want to go into it one time and you're like well I, I got this or i didn't get this or you know you think that it, whatever happened in that container in that time frame is the work and it's something like that continues so when you're in the more of a emotionally mature space with your investments and you know doing the work you realize that like everything kind of just changes the fabric of you or helps you see part of the fabric that's you. And once you have that knowing or see differently, you'll notice how it weeps through everything. And I know that's like for me, so it's like when I'm asking who do I need to be to be this woman, what do I need to feel? What do I need to prioritize? The answers have shifted so much and that's why I'm allowing my life choices to shift to honor that so that I don't act like that person that's was scared in the cage. So I feel like we all have an aspect of us that is in some sort of cage. <laughs> And, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that getting to know it versus like wondering what's wrong with me or why is this person this way and that person's that way. The other thing I want to touch on is that I see a lot of people, especially in like the therapy space that, and this is not to knock therapy, but there's a conversation around processing and being gentle I always like joke around with my friends and my clients that I'm a high functioning healing, meaning that like, I will go do the work. I give myself a little space, but I feel like processing is a rabbit hole that I'm not going to spend forever there. I got shit to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and not only that, like, you know, I'm here for a period of time and I want to maximize it. So Annabelle, can you speak on that a little bit? Cause I feel like you may have something yeah. to say there.
0: Yeah. So, you know, there, there is, a. Um there is an aspect of, you know, where, and obviously, you know, I'm doing like the psychotherapy thing now, which is really amazing. So I can really see the value of like having like the clinical therapy and, and all those things. What, what I find though before was that what really turned me off from it was I been, I have seen clients that have spent years in therapy, like clinical therapy, and they're still stuck in the same loops. And, and I have also known people who are doing deep work, and they think that, um, you know, they're there, they feel that because they're doing, uh, th- because they feel like crap, and because they're, you know, in this challenging space, that they're actually doing shadow work, or they're actually doing deep work, when really what's happening is we're in trauma loops, you know, mm-hmm. so we kind of like keep looping and looping, and, and it's just never ending. And these are um, unconscious victim states. It's not something that we're doing consciously. It's just, The mechanism that we get kind of caught up in. So, you know, um, I, I, I feel that there is any, any sort of healing is going to bring you to that space where you're going to feel uncomfortable, because it's change, you know, and change for any kind of change is going to feel a little bit like you're in the unknown, you know, like, like, what's going to happen now. However, um, it's how you integrate it into your life, like how, integrated is it sometimes we do have to spend you know a little bit more time with something that happened in the past but what we want to move towards and what we don't want to like build a house there you know we Mm want to know that this is territory that we're traveling through that we're getting to know so that we know the landscape of our being however you know where we are we there's this constant flow and movement um into into how are those awarenesses or how is that shift now showing up in my life? Um, so that's, that's what I do see um, a lot of like there. And myself, I've been in that space as well, you know, where Me I feel like I'm doing this, I'm sitting with this and I'm sitting with this for months when actually what I was doing was just sort of creating a new story that set the same narrative, you yeah. know, like there was no narrative change. So there, there, um, any type of healing that you're doing, it does always sort of like, it has its, it has its time. And then it's time to move on to something else. Um, but not from like an escapism where it's like, oh, I tried this and that didn't feel too good. Let me go try something else, you know? And, and right. um, but really committing, I think that's the key to anything. It's like really committing, like, I'm going to do this work. I'm going to commit to it, you know, and, and, and allow that to do, to, allow yourself to really receive that medicine. Otherwise you're just wasting your time and your money, you know, and you're hiring the wrong people. So it's like, if you, if there isn't that inner commitment, well, one, I would say, let's explore that, right? Like why can't you commit? But second, you know, also as a facilitator, we have to honor that people have their own processes and some people need to be stuck in those loops. That's what they're choosing. All you can do is offer it, but you know, ultimately we can't, make anyone do anything and just be, you know, make it available. So yeah, definitely I do see a lot of that looping, you know, and confusing it for either I'm in therapy for five years, so I must be healed. But we're still or just in a
1: healing like
0: depression or
1: downness. Like I just see where there's a lot of that and it's like, you're healing, you're healing, you're healing. And but I feel like there are periods of it. But I just share this for anyone that mm -hmm. may be in a like community where that is the like thing that everyone's talking about mm-hmm. yeah I feel like that there's just ways that we can honor our healing and what needs to be looked at but also fully we show up for the other aspects of ourselves that are asking us to do things
0: yeah asking us to show self, up so being self-responsible right and self-accountable yeah know? we and that's like a whole other conversation as well <laughs> yeah. but you know it's like you're we're here I really feel like I am here I'm healing is a it's a part of what I need to do to be able to show up for what I need to show up. It is in my life. I'm not here to constantly be, you know, if we're, you know, I, I was saying this to someone the other day, it's like, if I, if I were to really just always be seeking the healing, you know, and like going off into whatever, travel and seek the healing, I'm always going to find something because 95% of me is shit that I don't know about myself, yeah, you know, so like, there is that, but for me, it's like, there is a level that you want to, you know, uh, where we want to become self-aware and know ourselves and trust ourselves. That's the healing process because that it takes you to trusting yourself, trusting your source, knowing that you are safe, and then expressing that from there, because we all carry a gift that we're here to give to the collective. So that's how we access that gift. And then we show up in sacred action and deliver that gift. And as we're delivering that gift, there's shit that's going to come up. And so that's what we look at, you know, and that's where we can refine. But But I feel then it becomes more of a refinement process, you know, rather than the healing aspect that knocks you off, you know, it's more refinement in the sense that, oh, this is challenging. This is showing up. Okay. I know why this is here. Let me look at it. Let me, you know uh, do what I need to do for it. Um, but you keep moving forward, you know, you keep right. moving out into the world. Um, because as you know, this, the work really informs you of yourself. It's like a mirror, right? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying something new and that's going to show me something new about myself. So it's, um, and that's your it edge. Is, a, yes. Like
1: that's your edge. So it's like, yes. we need to play in the edge, right? Even though we it's uncomfortable. In your edge, Yes. Yeah. So I think that's the thing is how you said like with the gift, like we all have that gift and I feel like that's what I wanted to impart in this message that even though we're talking about all this healing and things like that is, I don't know. I just feel very like connected to my gifts that I'm just like, I got stuff to do. I can't get stuck up in this, like what little Nikki, my child, inner child. Like I can only do it for so long, but I got to be in the present and also in the world doing the things. Um, but there is a level of like Friday, you annabelle recommended a body worker for some other stuff for me like i'll try all the things but i will a lot time like friday i'm not doing anything else because i'm gonna have that session i don't know how i'm gonna feel so i make space for that but i know that like monday when monday comes i gotta tune into the women that are you know asking for my support and doing those things so it it is a dance but i wanted to share that because i think it's important in this world um
0: And I wanted to add to that, you know, it's also really awesome how, like, when we learn how to do this for ourselves, and again, I call it like, you know, the reparenting of ourselves, it's because this is how we show up as women in the world anyway, whether you're out doing big work and having this big platform, or in your own home, you know, there's an aspect that still has to function, like, I have a teenage son, so no matter how shitty I feel, I still have to make sure he eats, you know, I have to, like, make sure that there are things that are met, that are responsibilities I signed up for, right? Right. So how do I sign up for my show up for my responsibilities while also taking, um, you know, that self responsibility of nourishment uh, for me? You know, and and I think like that's the, the beauty that when you start to really how are you in your healing process and still being able to show up for your sacred responsibilities that's something that's innate to us women. We know how to do this. We just don't remember how. And this is the remembrance, like the healing is really remembering what our source is and that we are whole, that we don't need any of this external shit other than to help us deliver what that gift is, not to right. help us define who we are because we already know who we are. We're connected to something greater than right. in this uh, re- you know, matrix 3D reality. And I think what you said about like, we have that innately to
1: care and still show up for some of us though, we do that for other people, or our kids or our work, but we don't do it for ourselves. Yes. And that was like, one of my edges is like, can you not be over here with the loose boundaries, making sure that you're there for everyone else's needs and then be with my own self for what I need and get better at saying yes and no. Um, and I will share this for anyone that's out there for like so many women have this is one thing I learned more deeply in the last like year. Um, and then also like doing that work when I started feeling sensitivity is all the ways that my belly just like lights up at times, Mm -hmm. sometimes when it's good, but mostly when I feel unsafe. Um, and one of the things that I discovered was like the subtle ways that even I was uncomfortable speaking my truth or telling people no or sharing like this doesn't work for me because that would trigger a response in my body of like, when you do that, you get hurt Mm -hmm. because that was my past. And I was like, holy crap, like being able to see that so much more clearly was like a wow for me. Cause then I would be like, no, I am safe. This person's not going to hurt me, but I'm also not going to put up with their bullshit right now. <laughs> so it's like, yes. so it was like an ability to, and if people hear me, they think like, oh no, Nicole, I can't imagine. Like I've had people say this when I share it, They're Like I can't imagine you not speaking what you want, but it doesn't matter. I will still do it. But my body would go into like a code red mode mm-hmm. and I would be like, Oh my gosh. Like, I feel like I'm like, what's my body doing? I can tell this isn't healthy. Like I can feel cortisol or whatever like happening. Um, so yeah, anyway, I just feel like I highly recommend your work always. And I don't know. And tell us how people can connect with you.
0: So you can do the work. So you can find me on social media on Instagram. Um, or well, we'll have the Anna links Bell here too. Scar, you'll have all the links for that. Um, and on my website, you know, if you want to learn a little bit more about the shamanic belly work, um, there's a description there. You can contact me for a session if you're interested. Um, the first session is a standalone session that, like, you can come in and and see if this is for you. See if we're a match because I also have to feel that I'm a match for what you need. Um, and, and then from there, you know, there's, you could do packages. So, um, yeah, if you have any questions, you can message me and, uh, and email me and we'll go from there. But I feel, you know, really important to, uh, to what you just shared as well is that how your belly lights up. That's, that's because now you've given your body permission to really express itself, you know? And so when you're feeling unsafe, like just the, that space that's in between the event and the reaction, creating that little space that's like, wait, I'm feeling really triggered right now. And uh, I'm not, you know, like this person isn't going to hurt me, but there are boundaries that need to be met. That's you truly standing in your power and standing yeah. for yourself and for that um, afraid sense in your body and just even putting your hands over your belly and saying, you know, I am safe. I I am safe. Mm-hmm. At this That's moment. what I do. I talk it to really, it. Re- yeah, it, re- it really relaxes because our cells are listening to our commands. This is why advertising does so well because you know they're just constantly bombarding us with what we need, right? What we yeah. should be doing. So, if you speaking to your body and speaking to yourself and saying, "I am safe," and uh, "I am loved," "I am supported." You know, th- these sort of things really help with those um, uh, initial reactions so that they can soften and they can start to know like, okay, this is just, this situation just requires me to stand in my power rather than to run away or attack. Right. Right. And I love that
1: because it's also like, and, and ladies, it goes across the board because then I notice where the little belly feeling comes up everywhere. So now then even deepening into that with all the things with the chakras and knowing like what the solar plexus really means. I'm like, there's just so much, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so much, but again, we can play in that, that world forever. The, the reason why I have this whole idea of the harmonious hustle is to truly harmonize your hustle, to do the big things and and follow the dream, to see the glimpse of whatever God has given you as a gift of inspiration and know that you can get there, but you're not going to get there as the version of you now. It's just not the case for any of us. So there's going to be many things that you have to do to get acquainted with you, your power, your limitations. And this is one of those things where I recommend it. I mean, even if you're not in the area, it's worth flying out for. It's definitely one of those things. So,
0: And about any last Mm -hmm. words, wisdom before... Um, you know, to say, um, that, you know, it's so important, especially as women, and you can look this up, it's an ancient text and, you know, new science is now showing us that our belly is our second brain. And there's a lot more activity there than there's even happening in our brain and that we have this center of creation that we have access to, to be able to create birth and rebirth any experience, any event, anything, you know, and until, why not? Why not connect to that? Why not connect to that and have that resource and have that allyship with our center, you know, to help us get through the things that we cannot get through through our own will, but we can have access to divine will that will always get us through anything. So I love that. And
1: it's so true. I love this whole thing. Like, it's like the belly is the new brain. It is. It is. It it's our, is. Or it's, not it. Like, it's, it's our sensor.
0: It's been, yeah. we just forgot, you know, but now it's like having this sensor. Like, you know, I often say when I'm listening to someone, I'm not even tuning into like mind to mind. I'm actually allowing the words to flow through my belly and I know how it feels in my body. So it's like, because now oh not gosh. only have I built the relationship that I listen to my body, I listen through my body. And that's the next level that you're going to be working on.
1: No, I have that. But it's (laughs) also like, it's a little bit, um, it can be like such some mind like buckery because there's no other word for it. Because Mm -hmm. in your brain, you're like, this person's saying all these things. They speak this language. They know this person, whatever that is. Logically, it makes sense. Logically. But my body is like this doesn't feel safe. My like shares don't feel safe here. And also like for me, this is me navigating. Is this a trauma response or a trigger? Or is it the truth that this person is whatever? So I've, I've learned, but it's been interesting how, when I've had those feelings and something happens, I'm like, well, you knew that (laughs) you felt that you, so it's like, gives me more permission to just trust and trust and trust. But the thing is, is like, that's the thing about this life. And, um, is like, we're on this journey of just like discovery.
0: Yeah. And how many times have like, even like your audience asking themselves, like, how many times mm-hmm. have you known something, but you went against it? And then looking back, you said, I knew that, you know? And yeah. so how would it feel to have that ability before you have to go through it, you know, to actually know in that moment and honor it and move from that space? Yeah. It's very self-empowering.
1: It does, it t- saves you time and energy. And recently, I've done that because there was a invitation I had to speak at an event, and I don't know why. Because I want to speak at more events. That like it was a yet yeah, Like it felt like this should be a yes for me, but my body was saying this does not feel expansive. This feels kind of heavy. Like I'm having a response to this. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna trust it and no. And it was very interesting to watch that. But that's how I'm getting. I'm getting so ruthless in my no. So I can be. So self-honoring in my yes to myself. Yes. So that's what I wish for all of you. (laughs) So Annabelle, all your links will be here. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Thank you. I know that the ladies listening are going to love this. And um, ladies, head over to Annabelle's site, Instagram, all the things, and see what kind of good stuff she has just to like peep more deeply into her world. And if you felt any little nudge, this is part of listening to your body. If you felt any little nudge about having one of these sessions just to try it out, just to see what it brings up, that's your thing. Listen to the yes, like listen to the yes, reach out and book your session. Thank you, Annabelle. Thank you. All right, miracle worker. I am so excited that we got to spend this time together. And beyond that, I'm grateful. It's a privilege to have you here with me. And I want to remind you that you are a miracle and you have direct access to infinite intelligence and you can open up to a radical, unbelievable, supernatural transformation in your life and business, just that thought in itself can take hold in your subconscious and create beautiful change. And that's exactly why I'm challenging you to share this with someone you love today. You never know how one podcast, one message, one video can change the trajectory of someone else's life. And you get to have that kind of momentum in the universe. So take a moment and forward this on to someone you love. And if you feel really excited about it, share it with your Facebook, share it with your Instagram, share it with people and get them to listen as well. Know that the universe always pays you back for the good you put out into the world. So go ahead and get your miracle. Until next time, keep shining, keep showing up and stay open i